What's up, guys? Lucas Still with Awesome Athletes. I'm here with Steven Talbert and then our guest, Joey Skrasik, the pitching coach over at Delta Junior College. Uh, Joey played at Delta, and then he played at Campbell University in North Carolina, and this is his first year uh, running things over at Delta. So first of all, thanks for coming on, Joseph. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Of course. Uh, so just want to kind of dive into this. Being a guy that trained using driveline protocols and weighted ball system, uh, how are you implementing that practice since I know a lot of coaches kind of say either there's not enough time or it's tough to do you know with 20 plus guys how are you uh, able to take these things bands shoulder tube wrist weights plyo balls and find time for that and implement it into a full team practice while not you know missing out on all the other things you got to do a practice such as bunties and yeah all that other stuff yeah so I mean for us we have roughly about 20 23 guys on our staff um, and usually we try to fight for somewhere between 45 minutes to 50 minutes each day before we got on any team affiliated stuff. Um, and what we try to make sure that we accomplish is that there is some stuff that we have to do. So we're going to make sure that we do our J-bands, our shoulder tubes, um, our, our mobility work, our, uh, our hurdle hip, hip ankle work. Um, we're making sure that no matter what, we're getting those things in. And um, that's pretty individualized to the guy. Um, in terms of that, but in terms of the plyo balls, you just need to make sure that, that you guys have it grouped out. That's, that's the number one thing that we try to make sure that we have accomplished. We have, for us, we have a pretty large plyo wall. We have eight spots on our plyo wall. Like those eight spots need to be utilized at the same yeah. time. Guys need to be going right. through the routines at very similar times so that the next eight guys that are gonna come in can get on the wall right away and be able to get their work in. Um, so just making sure that you're actually in the area where your guys are warming up is half the battle. So a lot of coaches will try to go away from the area of where their guys are warming up because you're on the bench talking about God knows what, but just being in the area with your guys um, to making sure that they're going to be doing, doing things a little bit more accountable, right. um, holding themselves a little bit more accountable, I'm sorry, um, to make sure that they're going to get the most out of their warm up um, and just your presence there. You don't have to say anything. Just you being there is going to make your guys going to be able to do It'll it correctly. Flow. It'll yeah. flow a little right. bit faster. Exactly. Right. Yeah, that's a, I mean, I've heard coaches say, you know, guys that do the driveline stuff or do this whole process, like they take too long and they end up missing team team stuff and we still have time for it. Right. So as you said, if you're there, I feel like, yeah, this stuff, if you got to you gotta spend uh, spend your attention on it and actually, you know, pay close attention to making sure that you roll out, make sure that you do your bands correctly and all that stuff, but it's not going to take you two hours no. to go through all the stuff if you're doing it the right way yeah right. so just being there obviously is a good thing and then you guys also rotate guys in and out as you were saying right? yeah you different groups kind of we're trying to create a group similar atmosphere i mean we have a group up into four groups for us um and that's kind of what we use is just like a four group system and they'll right. rotate um just kind of on their own but ultimately like doing some extra little things like if you want guys to make sure they're foam rolling like hey you have practice time at two o'clock like instill that idea in your guys like hey like you need to be out there by 145 at least yeah. like you need to be able to get out there get your foam rolling in whatever you need to do because let's say we only have 35 minutes that day to get into we're going to go into a scrimmage so the field's going to be used like we need to get there a little bit earlier um, making sure that our routines are covered and making sure that you're getting in enough work and right. I, I would go on a limb say guys that are like routines that are more than an hour long um like outside of like you're really high-end professional guys like yeah you're probably going a little bit too long like you just need to be a little bit more deliberate about how you're going about your routine figure it um, out type deal exactly exactly right. and be able to um, just understand like when you have less time, like what are the most important things that you need to do when you warm up? Have some feel. Exactly. Yeah. So that, that's, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, it's so easy to blanket it and say, yo, you just can't do it. We don't have time. You exactly. Know I mean? Yeah. Do you, I mean, do you get those guys like when you say like certain days when they're scrimmaging or whatnot, do you let them know at the beginning like, hey, today we only have 30 minutes. So 
make sure you guys are on top of it or hey you guys gotta be ready by this time right? well each day me and uh, me and coach peters try to make sure that we have the practice plan done by about nine in the morning um and when we go. do that we'll send that out to our guys to make sure so you're on top of it yeah so we're, yeah, we're making sure that we're making sure that communication levels are all there so that there's yeah. no surprises no surprise, yeah. um, when they get to the field um, if we need to make sure that we need to get That's extra awesome. work in like guys are going to get out there a little bit earlier and making sure that they they get their work in so um obviously like the time constraint is is what everybody has to deal with but it's all about how you plan and, and it comes down to a lot of things too is like being able to give that freedom to your players to make sure that it gets done because obviously as coaches we're not allowed to be there the all the time. Scariest part for most coaches. So yeah. yeah so you have to make sure that you can instill it in some guys yeah. and make sure it gets done. Well if you have that like you just said if you have that just a little bit of organization on your part to kind of have that plan done ahead of time right. you can let guys know like hey here's what we got today here's your window. Exactly. So let's get done we need to get done let's go about our business with some you know a little pep in our step but yeah. don't yeah. skip out on anything either. Yeah. Um, do you guys also have to for you guys, like uh, as far as intensity-wise, you know, recovery days versus high B days, all that stuff. Do you map practice around that? So maybe like on, say, a high B day, maybe that's days that you guys do your bunties and you have to make infield throws, and maybe the days that they don't have to throw in practice, maybe you have recovery days. Or does anything is any thought like that go into that? Um, I, I think I don't really. We don't really try to structure our practice around it because we have so many guys. Right. Um, I, I would say in season we structure it more around like a hey, bullpen days. Like if we know we're going to have a defined bullpen day for our relievers. If we have a little bit more break in between games, we'll make sure like that practice is going to be focused around bullpens. Right. Um, but ultimately, you know, not not really. Um, if if a guy's like a no throw recovery day, like he's he's not he's not going to throw in the, in the PFP drills. Like he's going to just flip it over or just fake a throw, or whatever it is. Um, we can make sure that we get those yeah. throws in some other time. But um, it, we just try to make sure with having 23 guys. Like if I if I have five dudes, six dudes playing long toss, and I have the other 17 doing like team defense, like um, we're okay. We got 17 dudes on team yeah. defense. There's only one guy on the mound. Yeah. So if those extra six guys are getting their work in, making sure they're getting their work in, then that's to they're me that's, that's yeah, what matters. Right. Yeah, so just okay making sure that we're using your time as best as we can. It's a like yeah. So being able as a pitching coach, one to understand like hey, you're on this program. Here's what you have today. So if you take longer on you know long toss and you know you miss the first five minutes of team defense, you're okay. So understanding on your side, a little organization, obviously guys sticking to their plan. I think just that communication overall can just help it flow. Like obviously you're making it work, but that's the key communication, right? Yeah, you, you know, if you got it. if yeah. it's a Friday before Saturday game and your starters all the next day, like obviously you don't want him mm -hmm. rifling balls, you know, down the third base line to first base on bunties or whatnot. But yeah. you know, maybe your head coach didn't know that he had a bull, whatever it may be. So being able to just kind of be on the same page, so mm -hmm. no one's like, oh, you got to throw today. Oh no, I'm not yeah. supposed to. And on, and the thing is like. I, what I like to do is on Monday, we'll, I'll send out the plan for the week for our arms, like what we're going to yeah. do throwing-wise this week. And, right. and obviously, like, not every day is the same. Like, not everything's going to go as script. Like, we don't know how our arms are going to feel. So we'll just on the fly. give them yeah. parameters. Yeah, exactly. And, that, and, that, and that's, what, that's what ultimately matters. You have to have freedom within your program to be able to yeah. give them some autonomy and, like, what they're trying to do. Yeah. Um, and, and, and hopefully that – it, they they can stay on track as best they can health wise. Right. The coach is getting used to it. I feel like a lot of coaches just aren't used to it. it sounds like this daunting task, right? A mm -hmm. lot of coaches just don't have that idea of how it flows yet. But if they can be super specific on their end, like you're saying, like coaches out there, it's not as daunting as you know may, you may seem. If you do it the correct way on your end, yeah. You know, so you tell your players, tell your players, let them know, get it done. And then over time, you're like, okay, I can do this. Yeah, I can do this. Can all do this. players crave is guidance. Like yeah. they want that little bit of guidance. Like, right. hey, like, what am I supposed to do today? Because not all guys are gonna be like, 
I know exactly what I'm going to need to do today. Right. Um, you're going to have your rare few guys that they're going to be able to do that. But a lot of guys are just looking for like, hey, like, what am I supposed to do? So if you just give that to them um, on a, early in the week, like, hey, you're going to know exactly what days you're going to need, be able to need to be mm -hmm. able to fill in 100% um, to, to your best. So that's that's what we try to accomplish. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, I guess there's any tips you have for a coach trying to implement some of the stuff or either – a coach implementing this or maybe a player that's trying to get their stuff done is either taking too long or their coach won't let them do it? Um, I'll just touch on the implementation side. Is like if you don't understand the drill, don't do yeah. it. That, Huge one. That, that's the it biggest thing. If you're, if you're throwing pivot yeah. picks that look like you're hucking grenades, it's probably not right. <laughs> um, if you're, if your rollings look like you're, you're walking windups, you're probably not doing it right. Um, just make sure that you're, you're able to, to be around the drills like when guys are doing them. Um, because like each number of throws matters and yeah. you're trying to correct movement like be involved in it and make sure that you're actively um, coaching it but also giving them freedom um, don't be so freaking hands-on when it comes to the plyo wall let them figure it out a lot of times and i think that's that's huge yeah you touched on earlier with that that freedom that autonomy to yeah. one kind of just explore plyo drills you know, explore movement. Like, hey, well, I'm gonna try this. You feel something. Yeah. Or yeah. as Always. you said, movement prep, or just like, oh, you know, I really don't like doing the wrist weights for this. I mean, you just bang them for that day. Absolutely. Uh, but giving your players that freedom, obviously being there to, I like almost thinking of us as a what's the guardrails, like on the bowling alley, mm -hmm. or the the bumpers. So you're you're holding them in this lane, but they have the freedom to move within that lane, right? You're just kind of like, hey, we're just gonna reel it in, but you have the freedom to explore different things within this yeah. window. Yeah. Uh, the little realm. But yeah, man, I think it's obviously you're implementing it well. Season got cut short, but uh, yeah, that's about all I got for you. So thanks for Hopefully coming. Hopefully, somebody on. out there takes that and implements it. I think it's gonna be really helpful yeah, for our guys. It's definitely there. doable to implement uh, drive line and all of the plyo balls and all of the, the tools warm up and recovery routines at practice in a team practice with you have 23 guys, which I feel like is probably on the upper end as that's far as big pitching staff. staff. Yeah. So you're yeah. a first year coach and you're doing it and you're killing it. Yeah, we're and, trying. Uh, Hell yeah. Well, good luck in the future, dude. And Appreciate it. Thanks for coming on, Joey. All right, man. Thank Solid, you. Solid, man. Steve. Good job, brother.